people want to do business with other people. And that's why you've got to throw as much you out there as possible. And, and quite apologetically as well, because that's the unique factor when it comes to building your business, when it comes to future-proofing yourself as a professional. It's about being you all the time and uniquely leaning into what makes you, you. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon Podcast. Making the world a better place by unleashing human potential will help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Notch. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My guest today is Chris Ducker, who is a legendary serial entrepreneur and author of the best-selling books, Virtual Freedom, and more recently, Rise of the Upreneur. Based in Cambridge, England, he owns and operates several businesses that a combined house over 350 full-time employees around the world. He's also a trusted international business mentor, keynote speaker, podcaster, blogger, as well as the founder of upreneur.com, the world's fastest growing personal brand business education company. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Chris's entrepreneurial journey and he shares one mindset tip that contributed to his success as an entrepreneur. Later, we dive deeper into personal branding. We talk about how to build a personal brand around your identity and personality and how to focus on your strengths and delegate your weaknesses. We also talk about how to position yourself as an expert or a go-to leader in your industry, and Chris shares tools and strategies that you can immediately implement in your business. Closer to the end of the episode, Chris shares practical tips on how to monetize your expertise as a coach, consultant, thought leader, and content creator. If you want to learn more about how to build, market, and monetize your expertise, I highly recommend Chris's super amazing event called Upreneur Summit London, where you can learn from incredible speakers from all around the world of what it takes to take your brand and business to the next level. For more information, simply visit upreneursummit.com. That's again, upreneursummit.com and secure your ticket right now. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Chris Ducker to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Chris, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today, and I'm also grateful. Um, and I wanted to start with your, with your entrepreneurial journey. And so I wanted to give Mindset Nation the chance to get to know you a little bit more. And so how did you get where you are today as an entrepreneur? Uh, by failing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, like in, in all honesty, I mean, it's, 
you know, I'm on my 16th year now of wow. working for myself. Um, and it ha- I mean, it, it, for the most part, it's been relatively, you know, it's been a relatively nice journey, right? Um, there's definitely been plenty of failures in one way, shape or form or another. Um, I've lost money. I've lost time. I've lost friends. I've lost customers, you know, all these things that you go through, uh, on any journey, right. Whether it's entrepreneurial or not. Um, one thing, you know, my father used to say all the time is one thing you can always rely upon in life is change. It's going to come at you sometimes when you want it or need it sometimes when you don't want it or need it, but it's coming for you either way. Right. And so there's definitely been a lot of changing, a lot of pivoting. Um, you know, I've set up a number of companies, sold a couple, bought a couple, you know, partnered on a couple, but ultimately where I sit today, three different businesses, um, about 400 employees all in, uh, one very much brick and mortar B2B call center, uh, another recruitment company for virtual assistants, that's Virtual Star yeah. Finder. And then the third, which is what I'm known for mostly online, which is everything Youpreneur. So the Youpreneur brand, uh, we're fundamentally a coaching and education company. So we coach people that want to ultimately build a business based around their experience and their expertise. So it's people just like your audience, right? Just like you, in fact, are they content yeah, creators, absolutely. They're, authors, <laughs> they're coaches, they're consultants, uh, you know, anyone really building a business based around their personality. Yeah, yeah. I love that. To be honest with you, um, I love the term youpreneur because it's very much to very much connected to the personality, as you mentioned, and the identity. So I, you know, with the podcast, I really try to focus on, you know, how entrepreneurs can uh, build an identity that allows them to become the entrepreneur that they want to become or, you know, the mindset, maybe also the identity and also the mindset um, so that they can step into their greatness and become the entrepreneur who they want to become. And so we're going to dive deeper into you, Preneur. But, you know, based on your experience going through those uh, failures and pivoting and change, if you were to give a piece of advice, a uh, piece of mindset advice to Mindset Nation today um, that contributed most to your success in business, like what would you say? Well, I think ultimately, when I look back retrospectively at my career, both before becoming an entrepreneur and since mm-hmm. becoming an entrepreneur, I, I look back at all the deals I've closed as a sales guy back in the day, the whole kit and caboodle, right? Like, honestly, people bought me before they ever bought a product or a service that I was selling, Mm. plain and simple. It was the relationship. And retrospectively, look back on that and you think, oh my God, that's so clear now. Like I see that so clear now. You might not necessarily see it when you're in the moment, right? But when you Mm. look back on it retrospectively, it always becomes super clear. And so that's the power of that P2P or that people-to-people relationship building you know, principle that I've been pitching now for years and years and years. Like people want to do business with other people. And that's why you've got to throw as much you out there as possible. And, and quite apologetically as well, because that's the unique factor when it comes to building your business, when it comes to future proofing yourself as a professional, it's about being you all the time and uniquely 
leaning into what makes you you. And I think that's the big thing right there. And a lot of people miss that. But quite frankly, that's where the money is right there. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. So I'm a huge fan of this notion of, you know, how to step into your uh, identity or personality, like how to define it. Uh, In your book, Rise of the Youpreneur, you talk about, um, you know, different parts, uh, building your brand, marketing and monetizing. And within building, you talk about defining who you are. So for me, it's a huge question, like in general, for I would say humanity for any person, it's kind of like a huge question, like, who am I? So how can I, you know, define myself uh, when it comes to branding, for example, also? Like, this is one of the reasons I, I like personal branding, because you need to be able to get to know yourself even more so that you can position yourself in a way that you really want to. And so would you expand on this notion a little bit? Like, what does it mean to define you are. Yeah, absolutely. And you've said it, you know, you've you've set it up perfectly there because I, I think a lot of time when people think about defining who they are, they can sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed about that. Well, what if I don't want to define who I yeah. am? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe I'm just happy being me sort of thing, but that's it. However, with the personal brand angle attached to it and with the business angle attached to it in building a business based around your expertise, It's not actually necessarily defining who you are, but more so, and this is just a very slight mental shift here, but also more importantly, what do you want to be known for? Mm. That's it. And that's why defining who you are with the premise of figuring out what you want to be known for is so incredibly, incredibly important. And this is at the very very core of that first foundational pillar of build market monetize which obviously the book as you said is separated into three main sections Mm -hmm. so that build market monetize defining who you are or figuring out what you want to be known for is right there at the core of that first foundational pillar you skip that everything else will crumble right? Everything else will crumble. It's the very emphasis of having a foundation in place is to make sure that it's strong, it can last long, it will be future-proof, et cetera, et cetera. And so Mm -hmm. figuring out what you want to be known for comes back to actually, for me personally, figuring out how I want to work with people. Like, what do I want to do? Like, if you think about it logically, right, we spend a lot of time, quote unquote, at work in our lives, particularly if we're an entrepreneur, because we don't do a nine to five. You know, sometimes we might take Wednesday or Thursday off, but then we're going to work all day, Saturday and Sunday, When you, particularly when mm. you're building your business. You might only work up until 2 p.m. one day, but the next day you'll be doing a 16-hour day, right? So we spend a lot of time at work. And my whole kind of mantra here is that you have to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, you enjoy doing it. And this is where the self-assessment test comes into play, which is, you know, right there in the middle of defining who you are. And that is that you've got to figure out what you're really, really good at, what you really enjoy doing. To use, you know, Marie Kondo's phrase, what really sparks joy for you, right? Like, yeah. what is that, that, that thing that only you can do that you utterly enjoy doing? What are your strengths? And then the flip side of that coin is 
What do I don't like doing? Right? What am I not a fan of? What actually are my weaknesses? Whatever that is, you can push that to one side. You know, like when people say, I'm going to work on my weaknesses. Don't do that. It's an utter waste of time. Mm. Sincerely, delegate the stuff that you're no good at. Yeah. Get rid of it. Focus on the stuff that you are good at, that you enjoy, and that your strengths lie in. And that is what defining who you are is all about. Yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing. And so what you mentioned was uh, strengths and weaknesses. A lot of times I talk about curiosity that's similar to interests. So what are you curious about and you want to focus on that, maybe follow that path. And then, as you mentioned, delegate the rest. And actually, I'm reading uh, one of your books, which is, you know, virtual freedom, how to work with virtual stuff to buy more time, become more productive and build your dream business. Because you mm -hmm. can obviously uh, build a team online. So if you don't want to build a team offline or an um, in-person team, you can outsource a lot of things. Um, would you give some advice to the listeners in terms of outsourcing or building an online team? Well, I think, you know, that's a very broad question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how long do you have? No, I, I think I think the big thing here, like a lot of, that there's always two things that people are always concerned about when it comes to not just necessarily outsourcing, but mm -hmm. just delegating in general. I think mm -hmm. the term outsourcing actually is slowly dying off oh, okay. because of the way that things have changed so much in the last decade. I mean, when I, when I opened my first, you know, my first big business, my call center mm -hmm. uh, back in 2006, you know, that, that business was all about the outsourcing world and it still is now today, but our customers don't think of it as outsourcing. They just look at it as, as delegating this particular part of their business to another service provider. And yes, they just happen to be on the other side of the, of the world in the Philippines. So I think outsourcing in general is dying slowly but surely in terms of a term, the business, the, the industry, hell no, absolutely not. But in terms of a, a term that people speak, I see, I see things like remote team now more often, remote staff, remote employee. Remote is definitely, I think, the term that most people are using more and more. Mm -hmm. And so let's go with that for a minute. Yeah. And I'll say that, you know, there's two big things. The first thing is a lot of people don't know where to go to find great remote staff or virtual staff. There's a three different ways you can look at it. You can either A, find a freelancer to work on a one-off task. So you can go to freelancer.com or, you know, one of the other sites out there that will help you with that, right? Yeah. The second thing is you've got a project-based piece of work that you need to ultimately delegate, right? So this is a one-off project. Let's say for an example, it's rebuilding your website. Well, it's going to take more than one person to do that because you're going to need your graphic designer, your web designer. You're going to need a coder as well to actually code the thing. And then maybe you might need a general VA to help you put together the content, the images and all that sort of stuff, right? So yeah. that takes more than one person. That's a project-based task that you've got to delegate. Now, ultimately, you can still use freelancers for that, but you might want to go to a service-based company that can do all those things. And therefore, once it's done, you tick that project off, everybody gets paid and everyone's happy, right? Yeah. Or the third way that you can outsource and delegate is by building up a team. And for me, that's the most exciting one from an entrepreneurial perspective, because you can't do all this on your own. Like we call it youpreneur. It is about building a business based around you, but it shouldn't be reliant on you. 
Otherwise, you become the bottleneck in your business and you end up working 16 hours a day and burning out. That's not going to help anybody, right? Yeah. So that's the first thing is the first thing is that people don't know actually what options there are out there. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go all the way in with a full-time member of staff. You can kind of dip your toe in the water and start delegating with more easier tasks and projects. The second thing, and this is the really big mistake that I see people making over and over and over again, mm -hmm. and that is that they expect when they hire somebody, whether it be a freelancer or a full-time member of staff, to be able to pop that magic pill and have everything work perfectly from day one. And it doesn't yeah. happen. Like, it, it literally doesn't happen. Like, just because this person has got the experience on their resume that proves they can do the job, it doesn't mean that they know how you want the job done. And this is where the importance of onboarding and training comes into place and being really clear with the instructions and the delegation that you're doing. So I think they're the two big things right there that kind of scare people off or they're making that kind of error. But ultimately, if you don't delegate, you die. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, you yeah. can quote me all day long on that. Like, you will not be able to build a scalable business on your own. You have to ultimately end up delegating at some point. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a really, really important topic. And I think these um, suggestions help people, you know, shift their mindset around delegating and building a team. So you can delegate your weaknesses, for example, or things that you are not interested in doing. So that's why I wanted to dive a little bit deeper there because we defined who you are. And so that's really important. You focus on your strengths and you can get some help when it comes to weaknesses. Like you don't have to learn everything on your own, like how to develop a website. Absolutely. And, and you know what, man? It, it's absolutely fine mm. to admit to yourself that you kind of suck at certain things. What is up, Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode and we're going to get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. Mindset Nation, I am immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these episodes and you might have further questions connected to mindset, entrepreneurship, or podcasting, or you simply want to hang out with other like-minded listeners and me, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast, episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. You can join the Mindset Nation community at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation. Once again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation. Or simply go to our website, MindsetHorizon.com. And in the main menu on top of the site, you will find a button that says Mindset Nation, and there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And until then, be limitless, my friends. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and changemaker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. 
According to Edit Zone Research in the U.S., podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you are ready to start your own podcast, build credibility, and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I launch a 12-week group coaching program every single month with four people where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility, and scale your online presence and business. In order for you to see that podcasting is something that you want to start, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash free call. Or simply shoot me an email at tibor at MindsetHorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, Tibor at MindsetHorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's Mindset Transforming Conversation. That self-assessment, that that realness that you have with yourself will actually set you up for more success than any marketing funnel or product or service ever will. Because if you're kidding yourself, you ain't going to get anywhere fast, plain and simple. Like I know I, I, I'm terrible at designing graphics. Mm. I'm awful at web coding, right? Or developing websites. I'm bored when I'm on Facebook. I hate editing video. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, or podcasts. But, but, but what I oh, and the list goes on. Trust me, right? <laughs> yeah. But what I do know is that I can show up for my community. I can record really helpful training. I can go on the podcasts like this. I can speak on stage in front of hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Mm-hmm. I can do all these things, and that's the stuff I do want to do. That's all my strengths. Everything else that I mentioned. Yeah. That's all the weaknesses, or it's stuff that I don't like doing. One way or the other, someone else is going to do that stuff. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, that's a good place to be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, so we talked about defining who you are. And so I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into marketing as well. So, mm-hmm. What are some of the best tools and strategies to position yourself as an expert? So, let's say you define yourself, um, you did this uh, foundational work, and then you want to position yourself as an expert and, as you say, a go-to leader in your industry. So what does it take? Yeah, we know what we're spoiled nowadays. Like this is so much easier today compared to what it was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Like we're spoiled, quite frankly, because everything we need, all the tools, all the strategies, all the know-how, info, it's out there. Like it's at our fingertips for the most part. Mm. So, you know, for me, it comes down to a couple of things. First and foremost, you've got to have your own website. Like if you don't have your own home online, you're going to lose pretty quickly because, you know, regardless of how many YouTube subscribers you have or Facebook fans you've got or Twitter followers or Instagram followers, whatever it is, and you should absolutely be on all those platforms. You should be absolutely utilizing everything that those platforms bring to you and your ecosystem. The fact is you don't own them. You don't own any of them. In fact, actually you don't even own the content that you post on them. (laughs) The platforms do right. And they can whip that out from underneath your feet and just delete it all overnight without you even knowing. And it's happened over and over again. And this is why I'm saying 
It's super important to utilize those platforms for what they bring to your ecosystem in regards to enabling you to find new customers and new followers and things like that. But you've got to have your own website. You've got to have your own hub, your own online home. Mm. So that's the first Love thing, that. build out your own website. The second thing is you've got to get you know, really, really serious straight out of the gate when it comes to email marketing. If you're not collecting the email addresses of the people that come to your website, you're missing a beat because you can't collect email addresses anywhere on social media. You can't do that. Not automatically anyway. So when people come to your website, give them a reason to relinquish that email address to you, mm -hmm. right? So it's some sort of an opt-in magnet or some kind of, uh, you know, something that says this is a quick win for you. For example, if you're a Facebook ads coach, mm -hmm. for example, and your website says, you know, I'm going to help you, you know, create amazing Facebook ad campaigns, your opt-in to be able to get people's email addresses could be something as simple as five things you must do on every Facebook ad campaign. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's just a four or five page PDF document with lots of really super helpful information mm -hmm. that they can get a quick win out of straight away. Likewise, you flip that coin, you can go on the negative and say five mistakes mm -hmm. and how to avoid them when building Facebook ads or something like that, right? So the relevancy has to be there from the outset. It really does. So that's a couple of things. Number one, website. Number two, email list. And then lastly, I think really one of the best ways to spread your message and to market your expertise and your business as a whole is to do exactly what I'm doing right now. And that is to guest on other people's podcasts, to guest on other people's YouTube channel, mm. other people's Facebook Live, whatever it might be. Now, you've got to be careful with this because... I don't, I don't just go on any podcast, right? Like I, I probably get asked to do about 25 to 30 podcast interviews every single week. I do like three or four wow. maximum, absolute max. And the reason why is because it's, and, and believe it or not, it's actually not about making money for me. Not at this point anyway. What it is actually is about serving. And I know that I'm more likely to be able to bring some kind of change into somebody's life if I'm showing up and serving the right audience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And your audience, for me, is the right kind of audience. It's people who want to be successful entrepreneurs. It's those game-changing mindset type folks, those content creators. They're the type of people that I want to help and inspire. And so it's a yes to come onto your show, whereas it might be a complete no for others, for many others, quite frankly. So building and, and then marketing and spreading a message in this way is honestly probably one of the best ways you can do it today. And guess what? It doesn't cost anything other than a little bit of time, which is always a bonus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, super amazing advice. And um, it's really interesting. First and foremost, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, second of all, um, you talked about podcasting and it reminded me of the different media channels that we can use. So YouTube, podcasting uh, that are available today. So which one would you recommend to someone and, and why? So I'm just curious. You know, it's, I get asked that question quite a bit and I always say whatever you feel the most comfortable with to begin with. Anyway, Absolutely. Right? So yeah. if you don't want to be on camera right now, you have an option to either blog, right? So you write out all of your content, all of your how-to stuff, or you've got an option to podcast. If you don't like mm -hmm. the sound of your own voice, then video and podcasting is probably out. You just blog, 
right? Yeah. If you don't like typing, <laughs> yeah. but you have no problem being on a camera, then go ahead and shoot some video. Like, I think you'll find, however, regardless of what you start with, whatever you're comfortable with, sooner or later down the track, you're going to be happy to pivot and try mm. different things out. Like when I first started, um, really started online properly, it was January 2010. Obviously, I'd had websites for my businesses and all the rest of it up to that point. But in terms mm. of like putting out content into the world, I didn't actually start until January 2010. So it's over 10 years ago. It's a long time, but not necessarily the first guy in the world to do it either, right? Yeah. And when yeah. I did start, all I was doing was blogging. I was writing, I was writing three articles, three blog posts a week. And I did that all the way through to April that year. So only four months. And then I started podcasting and mm. it was just a couple of more months. And then I started doing YouTube videos. And so over time, things have actually changed a little bit. Now I do less blogging and I focus more on podcasting and videos. So it's different, I think, for everybody, um, you know, to, to bring a long answer down to a short one. It's different for everyone. But I do believe you should always start with what you're the most comfortable putting out there, plain and simple. I will say, though, as a caveat to that, as a mm -hmm. reply, video is, if you're comfortable with it, video is definitely the way that you want to start if you're comfortable doing it today. Yeah. And the main reason why is because it's how the very, very, very large majority of people are now consuming content online. In fact, actually, Google have said by the end of this year, by the end of 2020, 85% of all content consumed online is going to be in a video format. Wow. Now, who, what company does Google own? Wow, YouTube. that's amazing. <laughs> so that, that might be a little bit biased. However, I don't think they're going to be too far off the mark. So video, what's good about video, though, is that you can then go ahead and mm -hmm. repurpose that. So you shoot the video, rip the audio, and turn it into a podcast. Get that podcast transcribed and turn it into a blog post. So if you start with video, it's a lot easier to do everything else as well. So a long answer, not necessarily a direct one, but at least maybe some food for yeah, some thought. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you can outsource those things, by the way. <laughs> Build a virtual team for that. Yes, you can. <laughs> and so thanks for sharing that. I chose podcasting because mainly, uh, mainly because of the um, format. So I wanted to have an interview. I wanted to have a conversation with people. So that was my uh, choice. Sure. I think it's connected to who I am. So I wanted to have conversations with people. And so you can figure that out if it's better for you to con uh, create content on your own, maybe videos, but it can be also an interview show and an in-person interview show with videos. So you might be experimenting with that a little bit. Yeah. And you know what? I, I don't think it ever really, I, I don't think it's ever permanent. Like you can pivot whenever yeah. you want. You can change whenever you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've done all of that. I've done split screen video interviews online. I've done in-person video interviews. I've done just audio only. Mm -hmm. I've done just solo only podcasts. I mean, things just change and pivot and different seasons in your life will, will come along. Like for example, we're, we're, we're closing in on 400 episodes of Youpreneur FM, yeah. which is my podcast. Yeah. And Highly through the years <laughs> that we've been doing that show, it's been everything from a interview show to a solo show to a guest show. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's just a solo show and has been for about six months or so. Um, but we're actually, when we get to episode number 400, 
we're, we're actually going to hit the pause button for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And we've decided we're going to come back and we're going to try a season mm, approach yeah, yeah. where we come in with like six, maybe eight episodes and we'll launch all of them all at once and mm. allow people to kind of binge on the Netflix stuff. Wow. Right. That's awesome. And then we'll go quiet for three or four months and then we'll come back with another season. And we're going to do that actually for maybe three or four seasons just to see how it works. And this is all about kind of like, you know, there's a phrase in the advertising world online, which is called banner blindness. And it's about when you see the same ads in your newsfeed over and over and over again, eventually you end up ignoring them. They don't, they don't grab your attention at all. And I think that's also the same on content as well. We can get banner blindness. If you're, if you're too repetitive, if you show up too often, if you, you know, use the same fonts all the time, the same colors all the time, you know, you've got to try things out. You've got to test things out. And so I'm, I'm curious to see whether going seasonal, even after all these years of, this is what I'm talking about. It's testing all the time, figuring out what works best, not only for you, but also for the people that you're serving as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much. Chris, uh, I want to be respectful of your time and I want to dive deeper a little bit into monetization. Maybe two, three most important strategies that you would recommend to coaches, consultants, thought leaders, um, the way they can you know, monetize their expertise. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think a lot of people think that maybe you know, they're limited. They've only got two or three ways to do this. That's not the case at all. Um, but I think in terms of consultants, coaches, you know, those, that sort of type of individual, first and foremost, obviously, you're consulting, you're coaching, you're one-on-one, ultimately your time. That's like the lowest hanging fruit when it comes to monetizing your expertise. Now, unfortunately, it's not the most scalable way, right? Because you're, you're ultimately charging money for some of your time. So whether you're doing it one-on-one or in a small group environment, whatever the case may be, not the most scalable, but easily the most lowest hanging monetization fruit you've got. So that's the first thing is ultimately, you know, coaching is charging for your time. The second thing you can do is you can actually utilize affiliate marketing really, really well. If you're in that kind of influencer space or that space where people look up to you as a leader, as an expert, you can utilize affiliate marketing, which is ultimately where you get paid a commission if somebody clicks on a link that you've provided and buys Mm -hmm. a product or a service, right? So a lot of people know about affiliate marketing. I think the number one most important rule though is that you don't just pitch anything, like it's got to be relevant to the people that you're helping, right? Yeah. So if you're a professional dog walking or dog training expert, you wouldn't necessarily pitch, you know, uh, you know, a, a product to help you record podcasts, for example. But you might pitch dog food, right? Or <laughs> or, or a vet plan or something like that. So you've got to be quite kind of you know serious about that as as an option. I see too many people kind of almost abusing it for want of a better word. Um, and you don't want to go there. You want to try and keep it as relevant as possible. What's really good about affiliate marketing, and I don't do a lot of it, but what I do is super automated. Mm. So it's in our email funnels. So it's cool. on our website. It's in our automated tweets and things like that. So it's kind of almost like a bit of a set and forget strategy. Yeah. And that's good for longevity, obviously, right? So that's the second thing. And then lastly, I would say, you know, I'm a big fan 
of bringing people together. Now, obviously, as the world has changed recently, you might not be able to do that in person as much or, or maybe as soon as we would like to. So any kind of mastermind activities that you can do, any kind of group activities that you can do from an event perspective is also a really nice way to be able to, uh, you know, monetize that expertise. And obviously if you've got things like online courses and things like that, which is obviously another strategy, uh, that you will, can offer as well, you can utilize those for cross-selling and upselling and things like that too. So there's a lot of different ways, man, Yeah, but you know, they're kind of like two or three of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. I love the events because, uh, um, you know, we can connect with each other and there's this yeah. person human connection, which is huge. And maybe we're going to dive deeper into this in another episode. I don't know. But um, before I ask my last question, Chris, um, please just tell the listeners where they can find you online, where they can learn more about you. And you have also a personal branding roadmap for the listeners, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. Yeah. Well, they can grab that for free, actually, over yeah. at chrisducker.com. They can just head over to chrisducker.com and you'll see it right there. Um, or, you know, if they want anything, any kind of help in regards to building that expert-based business, upreneur.com is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, feel free to hit me up at chrisducker on all the socials. Yeah, absolutely. And check out the contents on YouTube, upreneur.fm. Um, amazing contents. Um, there's a lot to learn from you. So that's highly recommended. And my last question is, what is your, let's say, future vision? How do you see yourself as an entrepreneur in the future? I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> Simple. With, with, I mean, yeah, how far into the future? Who knows, right? Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, certainly, you know, short and, and midterm future, you know, the next, you know, five, 10 years, I see myself doing exactly what I'm doing now. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think for me, it's life, It's more lifestyle driven now than it ever has been. Um, you know, I've been very blessed to, you know, been offered good opportunities in the past mm-hmm. to be able to not only make money, but also work with incredible people. I've got a great network of friends around me. I've got incredible family. I've got an amazing client list. I've got lots of opportunities from a business perspective. I just like doing what I do every day, man. And so for me, it's going to be continuing exactly what I'm doing right now, helping people build future-proof businesses based around their personalities. And it's honestly what inspires me the most right now to get up in the morning, swing my legs off the bed and get to work. And I, I don't, I don't want to stop doing that for quite some time. Yeah. Wow. So great to hear that. And Chris, I wish you good luck in the future. And thank you so much for, for being on the show. Thank you, man. It was good. It was a good chat. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.